Hey everybody, welcome to the 4Light Podcast, a weekly podcast about gaming, gaming news, and basically everything entertainment related. Uh, I'm your host, Ethan, along with my co-hosts... Aiden. And Layton. So, we have a... It's going to be a shorter stream today. We have a, uh, only a couple things to get into. I did want to start... Obviously, we are missing a podcaster today. Uh, David is sick currently, and his voice is kind of like iffy, so he just decided he wasn't going to be here today so it's going to be the three of us hosting as you can tell from the wonkiness of my intro you know um <laughs> Sorry, we're not used to this. i'm used to this he's not okay first so of all I. I did great that was great you know it was only like six minutes of great but yeah, it's actually, all right i'm pretty sure aiden and i are the only ones who have experience with intros mm-hmm. and ethan does not and he's the one enjoying but that's not here either all right so I did want to, just before we jump into any of the topics today, uh, we have a sort of kind of new length of our podcast. It's going to be around an hour instead of an hour and a half. We were shooting for kind of just wherever the discussion goes, um, but it is going to be more structured if we keep it at an hour, and it's, uh, it's easier to listen to as you guys have commented for us. Um, another thing is kind of our schedule flexibility. Uh, we are all college students, so kind of the rigorous, like, every single Saturday, every single Sunday sometimes doesn't work, uh, as it did this weekend. But uh, that was also tied to a problem I'm having with the second podcast, which hopefully will be fixed by the time this one airs. If yeah. it's if this one airs before the second podcast, I, just know that podcast is probably not coming out. Yeah, I, I will be sad. Um, yeah, Adobe Premiere is deciding to... Be bend funny. us over. And yeah, it's it's do been explicit things we can't say on Twitch. It's been difficult <laughs> to say the least. So, I just wanted to touch on that, kind of get that out of the way. Um, to get kind of right into our first topic, we've been pushing this topic for basically the last two uh, like the last two times. Had it on the sc- I put it on the script twice, and we have never gotten to it because we just kept on talking. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna. This is gonna be our hot button topic for tonight. Let's start it off with side quest done right. All right. So, define a side quest. You're the host tonight. So, okay. So, a side quest is something that is partaking from. So, any, really, any game. It's kind of in most games. Side quests. Most any game with a story, generally. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have that main plot, the thing that the game is trying to sell you on. And so, if you were to pl- like hop on the game, uh, turn it on, and you were to just do what the game is telling you, that is going to be the main plot. And typically. Typically, you'll have it like the game will try to touch you on side quests, but side quests are just things you don't have to do that will add to the story if you do do them. Um, some, yeah, I, like, I would say, like examples are kind of like like The Witcher Three, like yeah. perfect example. They have it has tons of side quests in it. There's so much you can do in The Witcher. It's like that's a great example of it. Um, let's think. Anything else? What's another one? Uh, side quests. Um. Honestly, I wish David was here so he could talk about Disco Elysium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disco yeah. Elysium would be a perfect topic for this, but... I know. Um, I feel like most games have a sense of main quest versus side quest, and a lot of games kind of fall short uh, with side quests, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There's 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 a formula to do side quests, and not very few games are able to like encapsulate that formula perfectly yeah Yeah, like i would say uh, the witcher again like the witcher 3 really does it right i would say like with side quests because the side quests are like honestly i spent more time on side quests than i did the main quest with that game like it's just it's so immersive and in depth and it's really fun to like um 
don't know, explore all of like Gwent, I guess. Yeah. Like all of it. It's it's really cool. I've got two games, I think. Uh, well, first, why don't we describe the different flavors of side quests? Yeah. Because there's a lot of different flavors of side quests with varying degrees of like uh, of importance and fluidity into the actual gameplay. Like, mm-hmm. my least favorite kind of side quest is the goddamn fetch quests. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I Those think... are hard to do well. So describe a fetch quest. So a fetch quest is a side quest that the only objective is to get an item. Say, like, you spawn at one end of the map, and your goal is go to X location on the map, go to, like, uh, Hoinky Toinky Town, <laughs> and uh, collect collect the gun parts or something. Bro, I want um, a town named Hoinky Doinky. Dude, I, I honestly, like, I think... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it, though, because, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is literally kind of, like... You're going to Hoinky Donkey Town, yeah. and, and you're fetching. Yeah. But the weird thing about it is, like, so it doesn't feel. It, that's like a chore. I, yeah, that's what I've described to you it's, guys. Fetch, is, fetch quests are very hard to do because they can get very boring very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because it's one gameplay loop. You are getting the quest, going get it, getting the item, returning and getting the quest, and a lot of the like uh, difficulty with it is that generally either it's too easy. You fast travel there, you, you fast travel there, you defeat one enemy, get your thing, and then fast travel back, or it's too hard. They put you into, like, some sort of, like, lock where you can't fast travel. Mm-hmm. Like, you, 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 you have to walk halfway across the map to collect one item and then walk all the way back. Or another one is there's too many of one item in, like, one quest. Like, Warframe yeah. comes to mind. Or, yeah. uh, oh, Breath of the Wild. The Korok seeds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I think what the, we have, like, a spectrum, and I want to go into, honestly, what you guys think is the the worst and best side quest examples, but I do want to try to start because I feel like I, I'm going to be quick about mine. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I've talked to both these guys about, basically the entire group. Um, yeah. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey is very weird. Because it's not what you... Like, when, when you were to describe how they do their side quests, it is the stereotypical, I'm not having fun right now because this is so boring. But how they like they have every single interaction as you play as your character with another character is so entertaining. Um, Cassandra, who is the uh, one of the main characters, she's the girl you can play as instead of the guy. Uh, her voice actor is just so like enveloping like every like i'm i'm avidly going for the side quest because i just like listening to her voice and how she interacts with people um and so (laughs) don't do that hey it's fine and Uh, spotify won't know i think oh god uh i think honestly like another aspect is like the fetch quest of uh i know i literally can think of a a headline um yeah i know yeah um where it's like find the axe and find the shield. I can probably pull it up after this, and it's literally just the name of the the quest, and it's the stereotypical go find this. But I know that in going to find those items, I might get something super super good. I'm also probably going to have a really cool interaction. I think that's also what side quests need to be done. Is if you have a side quest that you do not get anything out of it, 
and it's yeah. just the interaction, that can be bad. Yeah. Like, typically that's See, bad. See, my answer for side quests done right is a little bit of a cheat, and it is the entirety of Breath of the Wild. Mm. As, Mm-mm. as Mm-mm. If, not fair, if not have, fair. If you have played Breath of the Wild, you know that not. the only quest after the tutorial area is simply go beat Ganon. Yeah, you, literally, the game is the a side game. Quest. The entire game, <laughs> you the the entire game, massive map, tons of story, like so much hours you could sink into that game. The entire thing is technically a side quest because you could just go to the final boss and kill him outright. Yeah. I mean, you could try. No, he. It's actually not that hard. He beat him with a mop. Yeah, I did. I did the the YouTube okay. video beat him with a mop thing, which it's technically wasn't beating him with just a mop. It's you. You also you use a glitch. Cheese, yeah. yeah, you use a glitch to kind of make the mop invincible, so you can just keep hitting it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Ganon to death with a mop. Breath of the Wild. It's a spear. It's a spear weapon. I want it to be a great sword, but it's a spear weapon. Breath of the Wild is such a good answer because the entire game is a seriously. It is. It's like uh, in Breath of the Wild, you have Link and stuff like that, and you're trying to beat the big boss, which is called uh, Calamity Ganon. Calamity. Calamity Ganon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And how they made that game is that literally, like, as you step out of the tutorial area, you can go beat him. Yeah, you, can you can go you can, fight. You can him leg it to the, you can leg it to Hyrule Castle and just beat him outright. Yeah, and so but what enough. the game is telling you is, hey, he's going to be really difficult when you get there. You're not going to have a lot of things, and you're also not going to have the weapon that Link uses in like yeah. lore and you're stuff. You're not going to have like the big cool weapon. You're going to go there. You're going to kill him with your rusty copper sword mm-hmm. or like rusty soldier's sword Ugh. and like rusty soldier's or uh, woodcutter's axe. Yeah. Like the, it pushes you to go and explore, explore and those areas, and also items. meet you meet the four like uh, champions. Which that is an entire other thing is that it's telling you this story from before. Yeah, and yeah. Just, that game just knows how to do it so. See well. those those side qu- that 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 that's a little bit of a cop out. I would call that a cop out. I, I disagree. I think it's a good strategy to get around side quests, mm-hmm. but it's not really doing side quests. See, right, you could right. also make a point. Um, the side quest within a side quest, the Korok seeds. How many of them are there? Uh, 900 something. 970. <laughs> I think it's, I remember. it's horrendous. How many um, Korok seeds are there? Uh, um, Nine, just 900. It's Yeah, I think it is just 900. So, the side quest, the the biggest and most tedious side quest within Breath of the Wild is discovering the Korok seeds. Koroks are these little like tree creatures that are hidden all over the map uh, of this absolutely massive open world map, and they're about this tall and hidden in just about every location mm-hmm. you could possibly think of. You have to turn over <laughs> yeah. every stone, every puzzle. Like there, there, there is a Korok sitting at the top of a mountain. And then a Korok right next to it where you have to put a snowball down the correct path in order for it to, like, get into this correct hole. Some of the Koroks as you're playing are, like, it's it's almost by accident yeah. sometimes. No, the entire, I, every time I find a Korok, it's simply because I'm like, oh, rock, okay. Oh, there's a Korok here. <laughs> so I did, moving from Breath of the Wild, uh, do you have your answer, Layton? I don't really... 
have an answer for side quests done right. What I do have is another topic about side quests. Mm -hmm. Not doing side quests at all. Mm. Like, and I don't just mean like having a, a, a linear game, a linear story game where there's nothing to do. I just mean um, like the way Terraria does it, or the way Minecraft does it. Yeah, um, where the, there is no like necessarily main quest, so there doesn't need to be. There yeah. is a ma there's there is literally quest. no quest hub. It's just play. Yeah, yeah. it's just play the game. There's like, there's a goal. There's an end goal, but the path you take to it is variable. So right. variable that like it doesn't matter. Like you could consider the wither in Minecraft a side quest, but I mean not really, right? It's just yeah. another boss to beat. It's you an could, if if we would go down that route it'd be like build a house is a side quest. Yeah, no, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 like, like trying to define you could Something say that, that the achievements are a side quest. Like I think I would say the that same thing I would for, argue is a side quest. I would say the same thing for like Katana Zero because you know again it's a linear story, but the side quests are really getting the achievements mm. and yeah. doing the speed runs or doing the hard mode without uh, slow mo that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but um, like, do you? I, my argument is, do you need side quests? I. It depends on the game. There, in a game like Minecraft or Terraria, where there is no like set path, goal, whatever yeah. you can mm -hmm. do, whatever you want to get to your end goal, that does not need side quests because it has enough variability within the actual quest itself to just exist and it's on its own. Right. Story-based games, Witcher Three, Elden Ring, um, fucking, um, I don't, I can't you think of any. You could say. The there, you could say the Souls games have side quests. Though. They do. Elden Ring especially has a lot of side quests. Yeah. So, the entirety of Volcano Manor, you don't need to kill him. Oh, I guess those are quests. I think what really kind of throws me for a loop sometimes is some like games won't have that hub of side quests. Like the but side you're quest technically, marker, right? literally doing anything except for what the game is showing you. Like going going your own route is technically you are now entering a side something yeah like uh in, in elden the ring the, the entirety of volcano manor doing all the quests to get to rycard and exploring hell even exploring volcano manor as like an area you don't even need to do yeah, that's true it's it's complete side quests yeah like sure you can get uh you can get some really good weapons the two best like it's one of the best incantations and probably the best strength face sword the blasphemous blade you can get from rycard and his remembrance um, but other than that, there is no real need to go after Rykard. Right. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I, I think we should specify and say we're not talking about, like, um, he, like specifically multiplayer games, because you could throw in Mario Kart and you could throw in Mario Party in the mix, and obviously those don't really have side quests. Because yeah. They're, we're, we're taking out party-based games. Yeah, we're taking right. out party-based games. So no Jackbox games, because that... Jackpot games and side quests. Oh my god! I think it, you, for you to have a you for you to have side quests, you need to have a story. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so, but so Ori in the Blind Forest is a a platformer that you're doing. You're you're really just doing what the game wants you to do because it tells you, hey, go here, hey, go here, hey, go here. But there was a time when I was I was just going through playing and i had completed the story and it was like yo like do you want to go back in and i was like why would i i mean i guess i can explore for like these other life orbs but i don't have anything i need to beat anymore like why would i need that yeah and as i'm exploring 
it's just this part of the map that's like curved out and i was like that's weird why would they have a section of the map down below that's just nothing it's it's just black and i go down the hole because i thought it was gonna be a little circle and it opens up to a completely new area yeah and this area you do not need if you just want to play the game and you're done it's out it was specifically just to learn more story beats to learn more things that about this this mom and Ori and all that just that that's background stuff for Ori, but this entire section of the game that was really beautiful once I finished it, I think like when you can have an aspect that a player can come upon when especially when it's a side quest and you don't have to explain it to them, but you you they can realize that oh this is not necessarily needed mm-hmm. like this isn't gonna yeah. tie into the end story. But it's just going to give you a little bit more background, maybe change your opinion about a certain character. See, the thing I hate about story-based side quests is the returned NPC model. So Wait, at the end, of, so you have this huge like, say you're playing, um, I don't know what kind of like Yakuza comes to mind. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Perso- or persona or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where I play the persona. I don't. I don't. Either. I don't know. But I, that's the, it's just those story-based games where you can go and talk to someone and have a whole quest line with this like with a person. Assassin's Creed. You go. Like to, it follows you. The person follows you. Or follows you, or gives you quests where it has implementations for their story, like a side character. Okay, I, I get. I so like so Fallout. Like, Fallout. Yes, comes Fallout. Yeah, Fallout, Fallout does that a lot, especially. Um, uh, I hate it when. Uh, and I know this comes with like limitations for obviously it's a video game, but I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it when you have this hugely emotional story where you it, like fleshes out this entire character, gives mm-hmm. them background and new lore, and explains a whole lot of their personality, and then at the end of the quest, they're back on their dialogue loop. Oh, you mean the original dialogue loop? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see yeah. What you're saying. yeah that's where it's like annoying. where it's like um, what comes to mind is um. Master and Elden Ring, Master Hugh and Radica, they have this huge dynamic where Master Hugh like teaches Radica how to do spirit tuning mm-hmm. and all of that, and by the end they're literally repeating one line and will not do anything else. All of this story and emotion has gone into one line, right. and that's yeah. it. And obviously that comes with limitations for... Obviously it's a video game. You can't have infinite dialogue or infinite expanding yeah. dialogue. Duh. But like, it, it just... I, I Even like those, with just a changed like like uh, voice line after... Like maybe they cycle through a couple and you kind of realize, okay, they're kind of done with that thing. I, I A great example of this going correctly comes to mind. Um, Skyrim. Yes. Because... Yeah. Um, Oh my goodness, Skyrim is such a memory for me because I Skyrim played, is such a fucking anomaly of a I, game. I, yeah. <laughs> fucking Todd Howard. Excuse my we French. Could, we could um, probably, if, in the thinking, topic about side quests, we could probably talk about Skyrim for oh yeah. ages. Oh yeah. No, but like Skyrim, this is. To explain what I mean by Skyrim being like the perfect example, it, it's full of sky, side quests if you've never played it before. Because um, there's a main storyline which is. Um, uh, you like follow like the steps to it, so you don't know the end piece of like whatever you're doing, like mm-hmm. defeat Calam- Calamity Ganon and then Breath of the Wild. But, yeah, they're they're um, it's, 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 it's never steps. it's never like explicitly told to you that you need to. All right, here's the big bad. You need to kill him. Right. Yeah, no, it never. It, it's it's always done. in a step. There's usually like Alduin. It's it's like okay, here's the big who's bad. Who's Alduin? The dragon. The the main 
the dragon. The main storyline in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll do in I'll do in the yeah. bl- the something. I can't remember. Yeah. It was I need like a title. I haven't I played mean, Skyrim in I don't know, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to be fully real. I got past like the Yeti on the mountain like and up to stop. the great great really uh, something. many of those that that motherfucking yeti was terrifying See, the okay it was need to skyrim so is terrifying place, skyrim yeah. is a lot like breath of the wild versus like the witcher 3 it, it, on, a, on the spectrum of side quests, it's closer to on the Breath of the Wild side than it is on the Witcher 3 side, in my opinion, because there is no set way you have to run the story. I would yeah. disagree, honestly, because really? what Skyrim does is Skyrim gives you the uh, the marker. It gives you exactly what you need to do for a main quest. But it, it also lets you, but it also it lets you completely ignore that. Well, yeah, it lets you completely ignore that. Like me. Isn't, isn't there an aspect of, like, um, if you go to a certain... Because I, I love Skyrim. I've watched a little, like, most about it. I didn't get into the the growth of the game. I just saw, like, the dragon speaking and all that. And I played mm-hmm. it when I was little. Um, so, obviously, it was not good. <laughs> um, but there's an aspect of, like, if you go to a certain kingdom before a certain kingdom, you can align with that kingdom instead. Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about. This is what I want to talk about. So, in um, Skyrim, there's a civil war going on between the the Stormcloaks and the Imperials. It's, like, Mm. two factions. You can, as the, like, the main character who's, like, of, like, the whole... Game, you you right? are you are protagonist. You are the mm-hmm. protagonist. You can influence the civil war to change like the how Skyrim looks. You can change how the outcome mm-hmm. ends. You can either and, align with the Stormcloaks who are racist, or you can align with the Imperials who, for once in any story ever, are actually kind of the good guys. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like so normally normally rebel- in games you're like, oh, I'm gonna side with the rebels because obviously the Imperials are like <laughs> actually bad and like hate their citizens. No. Surprisingly, the Stormcloaks are the racist ones. No, so yeah, as a kid, I was like, oh yeah, Stormcloaks all the way. As an adult, I went through all of, like, I actually listened to the dialogue, like, that people speak about, like, the NPCs and stuff. I actually read, like, the, the, the books and the stuff, lore books, um, yeah. the lore books, and it's like, the Imperials are the good guys. What? Yeah, but like, um, like so the Imperials have like a really good system, and the only reason they're bad is because they're literally like getting screwed over by the Thalmor. Oh yeah, and the whole point that Ulfric is a Thalmor agent is insane. That would be entirely possible. No, no, it is. It's in the books. It's insane. I know. It's nuts. Ulfric is a Thalmor agent. Inserted. It's nuts. But anyway, what did I want? What I wanted to talk about was how. The first time I played Skyrim, I sided with the Stormcloaks. I, I didn't do the main class quest for a long time. Um, I sided with the Stormcloaks, and I finished the whole Civil War. And like it was Skyrim was Stormcloak at that. <laughs> and I went and I went through the um, I went through the game, and um, I, you know I finished the main quest. I'm like, okay, that was fun. Uh, let me do it again. I did it again, and this time I went through the main quest a little bit more than I had before before doing any of the Civil War stuff. And there is this entire section where um, you take the leaders of the Stormcloak Rebellion and you, the leaders of the Imperials. They gather with the, the Greybeards and they fucking make a whole treatise and like say, hey, we need to stop until we kill Alduin. It's insane. And I missed that whole thing the first time I played because I started with the Stormcloaks. And I, it's Skyrim did it right, I would say. Skyrim has such a perfectly knitted together story oh yeah and such a variability of paths that it's it's like any path you take leads to a 
really, really good story. Skyrim yeah. did it 100% correctly. Mm-hmm. I, that game is something else. That's why it's been released for how many years now? God, like... Re-released? 15? It's... <laughs> It got, re- it got re-released games. on Switch, and I, I never copped it, but I think my dad has it. Dude, it's on it, Game Pass. It's on Alexa. It's on Game Pass? Yes, it's on Game Pass. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. They, okay, they we play it. Skyrim on the Alexa. Magic can do that. potions, yes. You can play Skyrim on an Alexa. Uh, that was not... A, what the that hell? <laughs> that was 100% cur- No, it's, 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 it's legitimate. It, it, it requires it's nothing. Just, yeah, you can just it play is it. It is a Holy crap. stupidly... Low budget or low it's budget, hilarious. low low uh, low resource cost game, mm-hmm. like you can run out of potato. I'm, All right, yeah, I'm going to move us yeah, into we gotta, we gotta our on. second. Wait, wait, let's finish. Topic. Actually, finish no, up. yeah, no, you're right. Let, let, let's conclude. My vote's on Skyrim for Skyrim. I honestly, right. for the side quest Skyrim. Skyrim. Okay, Skyrim does it. Amazingly. I can disagree, Ethan. No, I'm, I'm gonna go Skyrim because. As mm. much as it is I'm gonna go Breath of shit. Oh, no, Breath of the Wild's a cop out. We already discussed yeah, this. Yeah, as, as much as it is memed right. to shit that Skyrim is like all over the place, it is a fucking amazing game. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think honestly, I we can all agree here. I will say Skyrim because I I know Skyrim I have played it just a little bit. But just enough. But just yeah, just enough to know yeah. that it was every single time I logged on it was a new game. Moving into our next topic, this is going to be quite this is gonna a be jump. a hard cut. Um, Three sixty. Speaking of uh, animated <laughs> things, <laughs> there you go. We got it. We got animated it. Animated but so things. we wanted to talk about briefly what our favorite animes are. Uh, all kind three of, as of a all whole. three of us are hugely into anime, so and we wanted to bring it to the. I did want to touch point. on this real quick before so I, I can feel. I can feel some of our close friends just be anime and then turning this Ew, off right anime, now. Anime, X. One of one of the things that I have learned is I was that type of person so probably I. three four years ago, and it was it literally was like, this is weird. This is the the communities around here are weird. Blah blah blah, and that can be looked at because of just certain fandoms come out of certain mm, shows. My Hero Academia, right? One um, but there, there are so many examples of just shows that are, like, anime is one of the most highly, like, um, I don't know what the word is, but, like, taken in, I guess. I don't know what the word is for consumed. that. Consumed. Consumed. It's one of the highly, like, consumed uh, media of all time. Like, period. People and people love anime for some reason. All just over the I, world. Which, Jujutsu Kaisen Shield Hero, Period. I respect that decision. I haven't seen Jujutsu Kaisen yet. I need to watch Jujutsu uh, yeah. Kaisen. I have oh. seen Shield Hero Season 1. Loved okay. it. It was great. Shield Hero, I disagree with because Season 2 is mid. I like Sorry. Season 1, though. I season 1 was Hero. excellent. Season 2 was mid. Um, but anyway. But like, season two I think good. like stuff like Attack on Titan... Attack on Titan was on top charts of the most watched show of that time, like when episodes were releasing. Yeah. Pe- of that time. Oh my People god. People who don't watch anime one, watched Attack on Titan. Right. One Piece nuts. One Piece Film Red has made like money comparable to Avatar. Original. Oh, mm-hmm. Didn't um I'm pretty sure like Mugen Train surpassed like number one like soul I don't know. Their box office record was nuts. Yeah, it, yeah. it beat uh One Piece Film Red beat out Mugen Train. Really? I think yeah. it destroyed it. I think oh. um, they made Avatar levels of Avatar original levels of money. That's nuts. No, they, 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 they the are the highest grossing They are the they are on the top ten list now of like most highest grossing movies. That's I'm fa- I, I'm that's fairly anime. certain. That's uh anime. don't quote me on that. I'm fairly certain I saw that. 
I think what we should probably do. I don't, I wonder if we should do top three for everyone. If we're gonna do top three, we'll do. We'll have to bang them out. No, like, we'll, real do, quick. we'll do top one. Top um, one. Well, so one. I, okay. This is a hard. If I'm gonna go, indecision. okay, I. I have like this weird thing because I don't know if I can do top one. I, I think I can do moment and that that is like on the topic of just like the people who are logging off because they don't like anime. We have a friend uh, named Nick uh, and I've talked to him about him through the past two episodes or so and he was he is still he's stubborn as hell and God, he is so the stubborn. I hate anime. I hate the people who watch anime blah 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 like very very like stereo typical like groups everybody together kind of thing and we sat him down oh yeah and we forced him like literally like tricked him into some of our gatherings that we were going to like saying it was some <laughs> other thing and then just like forced him down and watched like forced him to watch demons sat Star. him down peeled his eyes <laughs> open <laughs> to no no anime cia experiment we would literally like we explained it away by doing something like, okay, let's play magic or a board game or something like that, and let's just put it on the background. And every single once in a while, Nick would turn around, and then he'd no, turn not every a little bit more. not every single once in a while. Anytime he would do it, he would just go, yeah, yeah. And it was the first couple episodes was it was the glance, and then it was exactly what Aiden just did. And he would not stop. We we watched all the way through the first season. And then Mugon Train, which is the second... It's the second arc. It's the movie as well. Um, and it is about a character... They which, have it in actually, episode format on Crunchyroll. I'm going to put yeah, a spoiler do. warning right here because this is something I need to talk about if we're going to continue yeah, no, this, this story. Is, this is big spoiler warning. If Seriously. you don't want to get spoiled for Mugen Train, when that a movie that came out, what, two, three years ago? <laughs> and an um, arc that's been out for plus that. For ages at this um, point. Um, but here. Cl- yeah, I'll mute, just, mute us right now. Um, but so... Going going right back into it, uh, we sat him down from the Mugon train, and this time it was not... We didn't have anything that we were watching. And it was all... Like, we had all watched Mugon train, and Mugen, it was yeah. up to this point where we had sat Nick down, and it was just Nick who hasn't seen it. <laughs> and so, the end of that movie is Rangoku, one of the Hashira, dies. And he's, like, a huge character, and it's very, very sad. My boy! And I remember in that moment, like, we watched Mugon Train... In cinemas, like you did, yeah. Me and me That's and uh, you me and Kayla watched lucky. it in cinemas, and that it was like a moment that like I've never cried at something. I actually, I think I have, but like Pixar stuff. This was the first anime I'd ever consumed where I was like in tears because of how like like emotional the the stuff was. Come on, let's roll back for a moment. What Pixar stuff have you cried at? Uh, homie, like literally everything. Up, you have up to. Up it's like a, it's a rite of passage. Right? Right. Yeah, it's a rite of passage in the Bro, first couple of minutes, I, my I homie. I had the boy in striped pajamas. Jesus, that well, is a no joke. shit. Yeah, of course. That but was like, like one of the only movies I cried to. I just don't have a feeling, I guess. <laughs> Apparently. Jeez. Like, you don't cry unless you go overboard. <laughs> God. Right. You know, like Almighty. Elephant Man, you know? I think, I'm I'm not like, I honestly think like when it comes to movies, it doesn't get me typically. It's just like it's that, that feeling that it sucks. But the entire, like the entire crew is turned towards Nick as we know what's about to happen. And it's the entire scene. Akaza, they're going at it. There's a glimmer of hope that Rangoku might survive. And it peels the the camera peels out, and you see that his fist is through Rengoku's yeah, stomach. Donut. 
And the the look that when I turned oh. to Nick and he just was like that like he cried. He legitimately did. And we have a video of him where I was just like, Nick, what you doing over there, buddy? And he's like, shut up. And like that was a moment that like it it shows you that it's not just what the community is. And I think that that moment in period, like, that has just been a, um, what is it? I, I feel like that's just kind of like a, a section where, like, I definitely was into that completely. I think well, Attack what? on Titan is like, what do you mean? Like what, what section? Uh, the Rengoku. Just like the entire, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, build yeah. up. Like, Demon Slayer is known to be very, like, um, what's it called? It's it's with this animation. No, it's over. Like I'm talking about, like just kind of how interactions sometimes, like Zenatsu, and like it's very like stereotypical anime where they're yeah, screaming it's a, it's and there's a, like the different animations. They're all walking around. Like it's all it's, over. It's, the place. A, it's a it's a big anime, and it's with and it has a lot of money backing it. So it, it, when when you look at like the comparable to like triple A games in from the anime community, there's you can notice some similarities like in styles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Demon Slayer does fit that niche style of like the big the big guys. Right. So And it's got that like extra stuff, but, but when god it hits damn it hits. Oh my god. Ufotable is an incredible animation studio and their style is most of the time if you look a little closely, it doesn't look the greatest. Like, I want to put mouth, up their. Mouth. I want to put up their logo right now. Oh my god! Actually, that would lo- ruin so many things. <laughs> their, because their, their logo. logo. Have you seen their logo? I have not. Okay, the Ufotable logo looks like it was made in MS Paint, and they are <laughs> one of the most beautiful animation companies I have ever. Uh, I, one of the most incredible animation Is companies it? out there, but. Their logo looks like it was made in MS Paint. No, the old one. It's the old <laughs> one. This one. The, the frog one, right? Yeah, the, the old one. Yeah. It has Look. a PNG of a frog. <laughs> Look at the frog down there. I'm going to put it up, honestly. He's, he's going to put it up for the YouTube. But, um... Oh. God. Oh, so, their, their style of animation is that during, like, the calm moment... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. putting this exact one up. Yeah, it's no, it, like it is. The animation, ver- like, what we were talking about. Is that fucking... Oh, uh, it's Demon Slayer. It's the Demon Slayer uh, oh, Entertainment. It's only the Demon second Slayer. One. Ew. Of course it's mine. But, like... This is they the it's like, the stuff like where fate. their animation is crazier than their logo is. Yeah, no, the logo looks like someone in a, like a graphic designer in MS Paint took a PNG of <laughs> a frog and submitted different text. But um, Ufotable's animation style is that during the calm moments of like character interaction, the animation kind of like dips a little bit. Like if you look really, if you don't like pay attention to every single fucking detail, it looks totally fine and like amazing. But if you like actually like look in, you'll frame notice frame. sync sinks a little off Mm -hmm. um they use uh 3d models for characters in the background if you've ever noticed that i have noticed that so um (laughs) when when it's a little goof yeah um when characters are like walking around in the background they use 3d models as it's easier to render than frame by frame animation uh in like the background of a scene um and it it every like during the calm times it looks a little wonky and a little like a little weird, but their style is that they have fight scenes where they it looks like they dumped the entire budget for the season into yeah. this one mm-hmm. fight scene. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah, like they, they, it, it, like each animation studio has their thing. Madhouse, it's their crazy, insane fight scenes. 
where it's it's just everything is happening mm-hmm. at once and you can't really tell what's going on but there's explosions everywhere people mm-hmm. are flipping over studio trigger their whole thing is like the bullet hell they love the bullet hell mm-hmm. scenes where it's just fucking rain of fire like characters bending in ways that they shouldn't and uh, I think it's, it's it's a stylistic thing but Ufotable, it they like to stay up close to the character and they like hitting hard Right, like it, it, it looks like it should be animated in sixty FPS, and the it looks like Ufotable needs to give their workers a paid vacation. Uh, <laughs> many, definitely, many paid vacations. I think, like, um, I honestly, so for my answer for this, I would put for favorite uh, anime. For favorite anime, uh, no favorite anime. There's a favorite anime moment which I'd say Demon Slayer. I think which we should one? do that. Which uh, one? Moment. The Mugen, Mugen Train. The Mugon Train. Oh, shit. Now I'm thinking about Entertainment District. Yeah, no. Okay. Entertainment District aside, because that entire friggin' season was great, I'm going to say the Rengoku death moment. That, like, entire scene. That was the biggest. That was the hardest hitting scene. Yeah. And then, favorite anime so far. I don't know if I have one. The easy answer is Attack on Titan, just because I sat through that entire thing and never got bored. But, like, Hunter x Hunter is something that I love. Like, it's the kind of the comfort anime it's got very like um it's easy to get happy character or not happy characters just like comfortable (laughs) characters where they until like the last couple seasons those characters never break their happy format they're (laughs) always looking on the bright side of things which can be annoying but how they i feel like hunter hunter is the one anime that can do that without being annoying right oh no i agree because that's the whole point of gone that's the point is that he's happy he wears his emotions on his sleeve and then you get to Chimera arc, and he gets angry, and that's and scary. Like, <laughs> that is like death-defying scary because yeah. y- no one ever sees him like this. And then he snaps. And then another that, spoiler. It, I'll put that beforehand. But. That's one of the uh, okay for favorite moments. That's my favorite moment. And and when all Goku release uh, when actually, Goku, yeah, no. when Goku snaps. Goku? Goku? Goku. Goku. <laughs> Excuse me. Gone. When Gon snaps, it's like with all of the buildup beforehand, and even ignoring the Chimera arc, like, length. Yeah. And the, the, yeah. Ignoring that, with everything beforehand and just everything kind of converging to him just breaking is so... Good. I remember, it like, so good. My my friend has was into Hunter Hunter. Got me into Hunter Hunter. I watched the first three seasons. Took a break. He was pissed. He was like, "Dude, you got like, you're so close. You're so close." Mm-hmm. And when I got to the Chimera Ant arc, which the Chimera Ant arc is about these uh, these ants that kind of are they. I actually I can do background real quick. Hunter Hunter is about these hunters that are basically above government style that are hunting these magical, mystical beasts yeah. that that are around the world. Well, I mean, a hunter could be hunt anything, right? Right. Like and even hunter, people and stuff like that. A, a hunter could hunt people, uh, fish, food. Uh, you can hunt for rare animals. It, you're just a you're like the top. Yeah, you're the top of the top, though, and like. Uh, what they describe is like hunter. If you have a hunter pass, you're getting into every governmental building yeah. basically ever. Um, but the whole like kind of into the chimera ant arc is that an ant, the chimera ant, is now got these like it's it's weird. It's starting to grow. It's getting bigger, and now the hunters are kind of on this thing of like now we need it, to control it. It's like 
the ants are like uh like it's a really quickly evolving species right like they they eat, eat things and they, they gain things their, it's and like, they gain their it's abilities. like wreck it ralph <laughs> it's like wreck it ralph uh, <laughs> all right moving on moving no on. wreck it ralph um but yeah that scene was animated perfectly like the stylistic choice they did for the gone snap and i i like I remember sitting through that entire thing and, like, it was a very lengthy because they would do 20 minutes of one fight and then cut to a completely different thing that was going on. But I was so wrapped into the point of I knew Gon was gonna snap. Because oh, yeah. he knew it, the whole point why he snapped is one of his friends got killed by a chimera ant. And he doesn't... He's very mad. He's mad, like, every now and then. But, like, he still holds his emotions. And then once he finds out who killed him it's like a it, it, it's like infernal rage but no bullshit like it's just and he taps into like some type of like extra power thing yeah, and I, it's like the, the, you're I know. Just, your brain is going like what is going on it's right so now it, it, i actually know the explanation of what happens to him which well, is, he he uses all of the power he would have had. Yes, he uses yeah. his life. He uses the total power he would have had in his entire life, and just pulls in it one all moment. Into one moment, it's so so good. Like but, he turns into an adult basically in that scene, yes. and it's I, fucking crazy. It's insane. The first time you watch it, though, you have to watch the whole kind of arc. Because there's a, there's a lot right of there are a lot of yeah. like ra rage moments in anime. It's a very common trope. Hunter Hunter it does right. it in a it does it in a way that doesn't make it tropey because they yeah. did it once. Yes, and, and it, it also was over like it was a forty episodes. But you know, it's fine. It's cool. Again, we're not going to talk about that. But um, well, I feel like that. Could, eh, whatever. Was, I did. Was, I know Aiden's going to go into a. A completely two-hour discussion here about his own. No, but I do want to give favorite, you your. That's my favorite moment. I don't know Actually, you know, yeah, you you don't have. Do you have? I don't know if you could pick, my brother, because that was like I'm when so, I I went through. Even I was like, I'm just time? gonna spitball. I, no, I'm so indecisive. I'm not gonna be able to pick. I can label a number of different anime that are like up there, and like just right one. there. I can't just name one. Just name one from the list. No, because it's a huge list. I want to name all of them. Oh. Every you single anime I've right watched. Now. No, not every single anime. All right, I so definitely watched mid ones. What is your moment yeah. and right. favorite anime? Moment. Whew. My favorite moment is a really hard one for me. Because I, I have a lot of favorite moments. Try to explain the moment for the show as well, just for people. Because I honestly, honestly, probably, you've watched so much. I have watched. I probably a, don't even. I know. have watched more anime than probably both of them combined. Uh, I'm not so sure. How many anime? I don't know. Dude, has, his, has it broken his the triple digits? Triple digits. His library is scary. Actually, maybe. <laughs> his library is scary. Like I've actually, you, I, I, I can legitimately. You can show me a clip from any anime, and I would know which one it was. Probably. Yeah. Uh, unless Sorry? it's some like incredibly <laughs> niche. Uh, okay, I have the neck beard. Shut the fuck up. I need to shave. <laughs> hey, don't add to it. Why are you adding <laughs> yeah, to it? Spotify didn't know. Uh, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Spotify <laughs> didn't so, know. Okay, my favorite scene. That's a really hard one because I haven't. Uh, I feel. I honestly, Demon Slayer, probably one of probably one of my top ones mm -hmm. that comes to mind right now. Entertainment District specifically, oh. because that fight scene was just 
incredible. You Foldable did incredible job with that, especially considering that the what entire uh, the entertainment oh, Guitaro versus Tengen. The final one. Guit- Dude, there's so many fights. You Guitaro gotta... versus Tengen. I know, okay, but there's yeah, also no, like there's what if he yeah. No, no, I, I, okay, I know, no, no, I know, I know what he's talking about, but I'm just on the, the thing of entertainment district. There's like, Doki versus, there's Doki versus Tondra, there's Doki versus versus Nezuko, there's, it like, literally, it's every single, and then there's, and then there's round two. Doki literally getting curb stomped by everyone in the fucking area. (laughs) Cause Doki's damn straight. There was like, it literally was like a, uh, um pass around kind of thing like phase two phase three it's like the you know, elden ring like phase two came up no but um the the Gitaro versus tengen fight in the entertainment district arc um Yufotobo did an amazing job with that especially considering that the entire fight in the manga was two panels they got that entire two minute long fight out of two panels that's not I don't. I don't even crazy. Like, if if you are curious, go uh, go look up a clip. We obviously can't post the clip in the YouTube edit because we would get copyrighted to mm-hmm. shit. Um, sad. It, sad. It, it, it is. It is a fight that. Sorry, I just gotta log in. Everyone was really, really, really hyped for. They knew it was coming. They just didn't know how it would be interpreted. Because my actually no, I I would argue, Rui versus Tanjiro was a bigger one for me mm-hmm. because I remember no 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 simply because I remember not knowing anything about Demon Slayer watching through the entire thing with my brother in the living room and seeing that mm-hmm. scene and my jaw dropped legitimately it was it was the scene yeah. for me Actually, where that is the really only good. that is the only scene that has made me like yell like like a whoo mm-hmm. that is the only scene that has ever made me use that um, I don't know though because Entertainment District was like some of Tondro's moves were like he fell and then he curved his leg and then just flips around and comes back. It's like, whoa. like I think honestly, my mouth was probably open the entire time I was watching that season. Yeah, no, uh, the, 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 for me, it's the Tondro versus Rui arc. My favorite anime, complete mm. three sixty from anything these guys were talking about. My favorite anime yeah, is place of life. actually it's it's yeah. <laughs> Let's go! Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, my my favorite my favorite anime is called Toradora. Hold on. We got Toradora. I know no, Toradora. It's, no, it's it's I fucking it, love it. It's excellent. It's it was it was, it was a great fucking anime. This one. I would not yes. Put it in. It is my top number one. Mostly because I can't say my t- number two, but um, it, it is it is your top name? favorite anime. Toradora. It is a it's a classic actually. It's came out in I believe 2013, 2010. It, it came out a long time ago. I'm gonna look it up right now. Did Toradora? It's like saying Bakemonogatari is. Oh shit! Actually, it came out in 2008. Yeah, I had it up, my homie. Bakemonogatari? That's your favorite? No, 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 no. no. Good. I was gonna, I was gonna fucking slap you. That's not what I was saying. That's not what I was saying. Uh, I was saying that's like saying it's your favorite, but then I was like, I haven't even watched it, so I wouldn't know. No, Bakamoto Katari sucks. Anyway, moving on. Um, so your favorite is Toradora. Favorite is Toradora. Um, I have a story with this one. <laughs> I discovered it because I had heard of it for ages. Like, it, I, I'm, I'm kind of big into romance anime. I had a rough period of my life. Shut the fuck up. Um, I, I've watched a lot of of romance anime, mm. um, 
I am looking at images from right now. What in the fuck? I don't know. That's what I said. I don't even know what that is. I actually know. I think I do know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Just um, keep going. Keep going. I'm not making I, fun of you. This, this anime hooked me so hard that I began watching it. Uh, at my friend's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's on, that on, on I slept over my friend's house for his birthday, and his birth it is like birthday party. We do it every year. It's like a thing with us. Um, I started watching that anime. It's got twenty five episodes, quick, short, whatever. I started watching it at ten thirty that night. Um, I regrettably ignored him on his birthday. Play like instead of playing games with him, like I should have, like a good friend, I watched this anime for 12 straight hours and I finished it by 10 the next day. I watched all 25 20 minute episodes and I do, I only slightly regret it because I, I don't regret watching the anime, I regret the timing of yeah, because he will never forgive me for that. He will never let me live that down. Um, Trith, if you are here, I love you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh. I watched... I, this anime hooked me so hard that I, I don't even know what it was. It, it's, it's mostly because a lot of romance animes follow a pattern. It's, no. it's, it's like there's a pattern, there's steps that you know are going to eventually happen yeah. B- yeah. leading up to the conclusion. This one... It had those steps. It didn't have those steps. It wrote out a complete story that was a little different than um, romance animes I had seen before. And it... I, I don't know what it was. It was serious. There's a, there's a tag on most animes called seinen, which basically just means that it's uh, a little more serious topics. Not, like, in terms of, like, it gets darker or anything, but it, 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 it takes... It actually takes itself seriously, and it doesn't do purely comedy or purely, like, anime tropes. Mm-hmm. It, it has a serious story that it wants to tell. This one has the story of, you know, two high schoolers, like, actually discovering themselves and falling in love and eventually getting married by the end of the series. Um, and it shows them, like, s- starting to, like, get to know each other. It starts out that they're neighbors. Um, and the girl, Taiga, is, like doesn't have her parents around her parents are like work or busy so she has her own apartment because she's like a daughter of a rich ish family so she has her own little apartment next to this really poor guy who um lives in this shabby little house next Mm -hmm. to the apartment building i'm sorry dear listeners i continue to talk about the plot of torador for the next five minutes so five minutes plus post-processing we needed to edit all of that out uh so we will be cutting back in a little later in the episode thank you bye i watched halfway through it with ads bought premium right then and there and then continued i literally bought premium so i didn't have to keep watching ads jesus christ my man i have i do want to move from our uh i don't know how to say that toradora 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 Toradora. 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 yeah uh, do you have yours, or are we good? Because hmm. if you just want to quickly share... I think I'm going to say um, 
Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade works. Really? That's I respect that decision so hard. I fucking love it. We're watching it. It's, it's so good. It's so hard to choose between all of the ones that I know that I really, really love. I fucking love Fate like, Stay Night Unlimited Like, Blade Steins works. Gate is one of my favorites. Steins like, Gate is incredible. Um, Steins Gate's really good. Like, there's so many. Shikamori's not just cutie. You have that in there? Yes, I do. Oh my god, I love you. You're looking on my uh, Crunchyroll <laughs> list. What is right that? Now. What is that? Go back down. Go back down. I don't know that one. Well, so we can keep. We're gonna keep. We can do this afterwards. Last one is revenge. We're definitely. Yeah. Anyway, there, there's <laughs> a, close his there's eyes. A I'm, I am. I am a weeb. Okay, shut. There's a lot that I really like. Um, like Faraway Paladin is a new one that was one of my favorites so oh, far. Oh, dude. Um. um Ma- Magi. Magi. Magi, Magi was the really Labyrinth of Magic. That was a great yeah. one. I recommended that to him. He didn't believe me. He watched like the first episode and said, no, this is going to be the worst anime I've ever seen. He watched and the rest of it way through, texted me like, dude, dude! <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I, I would have to say probably that Fate, happens a lot Stay Night Unlimited Blayworks is my favorite. Right. Probably number one, with my moment being gone snapping. Mm-hmm. And then Toradora... Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer Entertainment. Pretty, actually, no, Demon Slayer or Rui. Demon oh, yeah, Rui, yep. And then, uh, for me, is going to be Demon Slayer Rengoku, and probably Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Um, so, that is coming to the conclusion of our podcast. Uh, as you guys can probably tell, this is a, this is our shorter podcast that we talked about. Yeah, um, But it was fun. I think we, we definitely had a great time with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you can find us really anywhere. I think... All of our socials are in every single place you can, like YouTube, Instagram, stuff like that. But our email Click anywhere is, on any of our profiles and it'll just be like, here's where you find us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our email is for light podcast, but it's spelled weird. Uh, David talks about it basically every podcast. Um, but uh, that can also be found in L-G-H-T other places. P- is it for light with an mm-hmm. exclamation point for the I? No. Really? It's for... It's uh, four, okay. the number four. Number four, light as in the word, no uppercases, and then pdct at gmail.com. Um, Email us with suggestions for topic ideas or right. questions about anything we've said. Any uh, Anything that you guys have. Um, I know we've had it. We recorded this much later. It's 12 in the morning. Or it's, yeah, yeah, it's 12 a.m. Yeah. Any, oh, any suggestions that you guys have if you're watching this back? Uh, hopefully, episode two will be up before this one. If it's not, um, I'll I'll we're try to mess issues. with that. We're having issues. It's fine, but um, yeah, we're having a blast with big this. Big man's getting it's struggling being, with editing. It's being silly, quirky. Yeah. Silly, Hopefully, so David so will be back next episode. Um, I assume he will. He, uh, I was just kind of today. He, he was, just wasn't feeling well. well I'm pretty sure we had a volleyball sick. game just before this. Yeah. Oof, that was rough. Ah, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.